Oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice. God damn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's only had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch for me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. I am your host. I am Memphis, and we're going to rock it here for you on week 17. Uh, a, a day late, but hopefully not a dollar short. Just got back from vacation. And I'm ready to talk about some gambling with you guys. I'm going to jump right into everything. Going to do a recap. Going to jump into Circus Survivor. All the good stuff that we normally do. Let's get our one commercial out of the way. And we'll get on with the show. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. There you go. That's our friends at BetOpenly. Um, that promo code, again, is Underworld. All right. We'll go through just a little Circus Survivor just to keep Keep tabs of what's going on out there in Las Vegas at the Circa Hotel and Casino. They're in Las Vegas. So we've went from 9,300 plus at $1,000 an entrant down to four. So the prize pool, for those that are new, $9.3 million and change. Uh, the equity stake of the remaining four people are just, it's over two and a quarter million. Um, Circa has already done a really good job allowing these people to use their equity to make hedge bets, you know, hedges against uh, the team they're picking this particular week. And they've tried to do a split. And one guy, uh, again, his name is Sean Perry, uh, poker player. He feels like he has the best of it and he is not going to split. So if everybody of the four remaining contestants can get these next couple of games right, then they will advance. The cool thing is, is that Circa is now on their Twitter handle is sharing a lot of like who has what left and who they can pick from this given week. And I'll give you the four entrants. I'll give you their, their game and we'll, we'll see what we think. Uh, the first one is Circus Master. He or she, we'll just, they, for for lack of a better term, they have the Browns in this week's contest. The next entrant is Indiana Jet. And by the way, Circus Master, they've already won. Circus Master 2 is already advanced to week 18. They've locked up 
uh, their, their final week participation. Indiana Jet is taking the Texans. The Texans are playing the Titans. I could see that. Uh, third contest player, Jacks Jags. And they took the Colts. And then the final one, L.A. Jones, E.R. Uh, they took the Broncos against the Chargers. So, so those are the four remaining teams. That's their contest entry handle and the, the team they have. So one team's already advanced. Circus Master advanced. Uh, the other three, it will come down to the Texans, the Colts, and the Broncos. Imagine having to hit the hit the submit team, I guess as I'll say player, hit submit team and, and 2.3-ish million dollars was on the line. So that is our little update on Circa. We will continue that through week 18 just to kind of figure out where that 9 million bucks went. All right, I'm going to jump into my pickums from last week. Another two and three week. Outside of the one five and zero oh week, it's just been a lot of two and threes and some ties. But on the season, 34, 39, and seven, five games below 500. But if I go five and zero oh this week, I'll be dead even going into week 18. I'd like to just pick up a, a, a like a four and one would be just fine. I'd love a five and zero, oh, but. Uh, Go over last week's picks real quick and just kind of uh, what what happened. The the Colts just absolutely laid an egg on the road at Atlanta. They were nowhere near covering the the two and a half points. The Lions covered the the three. The Browns covered the two and a half. The Jags. Um, for those of you that don't listen to the Dynasty War Zone, my other podcast here on the Player Profiler Network. Uh, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I like the player. I like the guy. It's not been his month. Between the shoulder injury, the concussion, the ankle injury, he's going to miss the first game of his career. Did not look right last week, and uh, the Jags suffered because of it. And then the Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals would be more live on the road at Chicago. They were not. They were not more live on the road at Chicago they were uh, playing from behind pretty much the entire game. So again, on the season in my pick'em contest, 34, 39, and seven. Um, going into this week, I am taking the Ravens minus three. And this is not a knee-jerk reaction to the big game this past week against the 49ers. This is a really good team at home. Uh, Miami. Finally beat a team with a winning record last week. They beat Dallas, which was a, a great final drive. I was really impressed by the final drive for the Dolphins and for Tua. But this is this is what the Ravens are supposed to do. You, you go beat San Francisco. Now you've got to go play Miami. And if you win this game, you pretty much lock up home field. But if Miami loses, I'm excuse me, but if the Ravens lose, Miami takes over the 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 sole possession of the, the the one seed and everything goes through Miami. For Miami it's a huge game but for Baltimore it's a huge game as well. So I'm going to take what I think is the better team at home. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm going to lay the 3. Uh the next bet, Saints plus 2 and a half at Tampa Bay. 
I know Tampa Bay has looked good, but I'm taking the Saints here. The, the Saints have the rest in this matchup, and that's pretty important. Uh, I would actually absolutely love this bet if they had Marshawn Lattimore to have his normal twice-a-year rivalry with Mike Evans. But all that being said, I like the Saints. I like the plus number, and I'm going the Saints plus two and a half. I'm going to take the Patriots coming off of a win plus 14. I'm taking the Patriots, and I'm taking 14 points. The biggest dog I believe I've taken on this show this year. Not in love with the Patriots, but the offense has looked better with Bailey Zappi, and they're coming off of a win. I do think Buffalo wins this game. I just don't think Buffalo gets margin. Um, I could see the Patriots scoring a late field goal or touchdown to get inside the 14 because I don't want to say that the Buffalo Bills are looking ahead to next week against Miami, but this is one of those scoreboard-watching type games. If Miami's losing to Baltimore, all the Buffalo Bills want to do is beat New England. They're not trying to front-run them or, or run them into the dirt because they want to be ready to go to Miami next week. And, and then at that point, they would be playing for the in, excuse me, the AFC East. So I like the Patriots. I like the plus 14. Uh, just a big number. I just don't think Buffalo can cover that big of a number. By the way, heard this on another podcast today, so I, I, I th- think I will share it. Um, it was from the Straight Out of Vegas podcast, is that with a 10-point spread in the last two seasons with the Buffalo Bills, they are like 0-7, and, and I, I'm butchering this stat, but they are winless. Well, they're not winless. They've won games outright, uh, like the Giants game earlier in the season is a good example. But when they're laying double digits, they are like 0-7 when laying 10 or more. Um, that locked this one in for me because uh, I was already on the Patriots with the two touchdowns, but here we go. Uh, Broncos at home laying three and a half to the Chargers. The Chargers are just bad. You know, they got the new coach dead count bounce last week. Uh, They played Buffalo really, really tough. I thought they were going to beat Buffalo there for just a quick second. They didn't end up beating Buffalo. But I think the the Broncos, no Russell Wilson. Jarrett Stidham's playing for something. Sean Payton's, you know, playing for something. I think the Broncos are still technically, it's like a 12% chance to make the playoffs. So they're playing for their playoff lives. And, uh, I'm going to take the Broncos minus three and a half. And then the final game of the Pickums this week is going to be the Green Bay Packers plus one at Minnesota. I don't understand this number. I, I think this number has changed in the actual betting line. Again, this is a contest. I'm picking five games against the spread for a contest. Um, Green Bay's defense has been bad, but it's not been so bad that I I feel like they should be getting points, even though it is on the road at Minnesota, but against Jaron Hall. And and, and it's like, I think it's his first start, maybe his second start as a pro. I think he started one game and got hurt, if I remember correctly. But all that being said, I am going to take the Packers and I am going to take the plus one. So to recap my picks for this week, Ravens minus three. Saints plus two and a half, Patriots plus 14, Broncos minus three and a half, Packers plus one. So there you go. That is my pickums for the week. I I feel pretty good. Um, As always, I I love some more than others. Sometimes it's hard to, to come up with five games against the spread. 
Don't get to use the Thursday night game for the show. Didn't get to use the Saturday night game for the show this week because I, I got into town late. So um, pretty fired up and had another pretty good week of pickums uh, with, with as it relates to player props. I'll get into those right after a word from Underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota is going to be in comeback mode. So we'll go Cousins. Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. There you go. Our friends at Underdog, a great place to do pickums. Uh the the place where I get the lines for these pickums is BetMGM Grand. That's also a partner. Promo code there Underworld is where as well will get you a bit of a deposit match. Uh I don't have didn't have time to get all of the uh graphics loaded into the computer, so uh, I'm going to do this manually. Um last week Went with 17 total bets, the most I have ever put out in a given week. Had a winning week on bets, five and three, on leans, four and five. If you want to put the two together, that's fine. Makes it nine and eight for the week. But on the bets that I made, I went five and three. So I was plus two units. I'm plus seven units today on props. So with props right now, had some, had some big misses, had some bad luck. And I'll review last week real quick. Um, first game, because remember, I'm, I'm giving you more bets because it's just there's more football. First game was Chase Brown over two and a half catches. He got to two, didn't get to three. Uh, there seems to be no rhyme or reason in Cincinnati to how they're going to use the, the distribution of running back targets. So Chase Brown had two, didn't get there. Pat Fryermuth didn't record a catch. He had a big old goose egg. So that was a loss. So that was a bet loss and a lean loss. Um, my bet in the uh, the following game, the last Saturday night's game, Josh Allen under 29 and a half rush yards. That was a win. Uh, but on my lean on that game, Dalton Kincaid over three and a half catches. That was a loss. Uh, Gardner Minshew over 223 and a half. There's no crying in the, in the you know, there's no crying and gambling. I mean, maybe there is. But this was my official bet for the 1 p.m. Christmas Eve window. Had I known he was not going to have Michael Pittman, I, I, I wouldn't have had this. But that not being what it is, it, it counts as a loss on my bets. 
I had two leans at one o'clock. One was a win. Kaderil Hodge under one and a half catches. That was a win. DK Metcalf over 62 and a half. He had 56. So I missed that one by seven yards. Um, bet at the four o'clock window, Rashad White over three and a half catches. That was a win. Kyler Murray under 30 and a half rush yards. That was a loss on a lean, but that one was really close. Uh, he had 32. So I was I was close on that one, uh, but I got just as lucky with this next one. This next one was a, was a win last uh, Sunday, Christmas Eve night. Russell Wilson under 21 and a half rushing yards. He had 20. So um, I, I you lose by two yards, you win by two yards. It's just how it is sometimes. Uh, Cortland Sutton was the lean in that game over three and a half. He got the really bad concussion, not playing this week. Um, so, so that was a loss. Mahomes, uh, under 18 and a half rushing yards. He was running a wild. He was their leading rusher on the game, had like 53. So that was a loss on a bet. Rishi Rice under six and a half catches. That was a win. And then I got hot from there on out. I didn't, I didn't lose another prop or lean. The rest of the weekend, I had Jalen Hurts under 40 and a half rush yards. That was a win. Had DeAndre Swift over 66 and a half rush yards. That was a win. Isaiah Likely, likely to back Likely, because he has won, I believe, for me three weeks in a row. Uh, hint, hint, I will be going to that well here in just a minute uh, again, but Isaiah Likely was a win. And then the final lean was Lamar under 59 and a half rushing yards. He stayed under that. So again, all those all those beautiful bets, seventeen of them. That's a lot. It's a lot. But um, trying to give you some couple of things to think about every game and in every game window, because I don't want to keep it limited and you know give give you four props and then get the hell out of here. Um, I do all this research and and we might as well have some fun with it. So that is all of the the recap for last week. Uh, so since we didn't get all the funky game windows and I didn't get a chance to do the Saturday night game because of, of travel, um, I'm going to give you uh, six per window. I'm going to give you three bets. I'm going to give you three leans per window, except for eight o'clock. You're only getting one. Uh, I didn't like that game anyway. It was hard to create something there that that I would have wanted to put in there anyway. So. 1 p.m. slate, 1 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Again, all of these odds were live as of 11.15 p.m. on Saturday the 30th. I was trying to catch the back end of that Dallas and Lions game. Like literally came home, took a quick shower, about halftime of the game, was prepping this podcast and watching that. And we went live just as the game was wrapping up on a uh, on, on a one-point Dallas win. Um, Let's go. 1 p.m. Sunday props. First bet. First three are going to do these as, as a bet. Um, we'll just blast right through them. Uh, Justin Fields. This is a bet. You're, you're keeping track at home. This is a bet. Justin Fields to have one passing touchdown. It's minus 275, but I'll lay it and I'll take a win. I think that's a win. Justin Fields has been better. Uh, I, I said the other day on Twitter, Justin Fields, the Raider, is going to be my favorite quarterback in the league. Derek Carr, over 245 and a half passing yards, minus 115. The Buccaneers are currently giving up the most passing yards in the league. And I don't know why Derek Carr wouldn't be able to eclipse this number. Um, 
Derek Carr is really good in garbage time, and I think the Saints keep this game close. So Derek Carr over 245 and a half. Uh, And then my third and final bet of this window is Kyron Williams over two and a half receptions. Uh, That's lay a buck 25. So those are my uh, three official bets for 1 p.m. Fields over one passing touchdown. Carr over 245 and a half passing yards. Kyron Williams over two and a half receptions. 1 p.m. leans. I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor over one and a half catches. It is lay a buck 90. He's not been overly involved in the passing game. No Zach Moss again. This good Goodson kid will be somewhat involved, I'm sure, but that's okay. I'll uh, I'll, I'll keep on keeping on. Uh, second one o'clock lean. Brandon Ayuk over four and a half catches. This is not so much that I think he's due, although I do think he's due. It's the Washington secondary is bad. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, you want to recreate and reinstill that confidence in Brock Purdy. How do you do it? You let him throw it all over the yard against a bad secondary, missing uh, a couple of starters, including the guys they traded away. So I'll take Brandon Ayuk over four and a half catches as a lean. And then my final 1 p.m. lean, Derrick Henry over 54 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Derek Derek Henry is is not had his best season. The King hasn't been great, but when he plays the Texans, I'm back in Derek Henry. Th- this number probably should have been like 72 and a half. That's okay. I'll take it at 54 minus 115. So those are my three leans. Jonathan Taylor over one and a half catches. Brandon Ayuk over four and a half catches. And Derek Henry over 54 and a half rushing yards. Let's get into the Sunday afternoon bets. Um, we're going to go Isaiah Likely. Yep, when, when I say I'm going back to the well, I am going back to the well. His yardage prop was up a little bit. Um, I did see it at DraftKings. It wasn't currently available at BetMGM, so I'm just going to take I'm just going to take his catch prop. Isaiah Likely over three and a half catches lay a buck fifteen again. Can't get enough Isaiah Likely. I'm going to go Isaiah Likely over three and a half catches, lay a buck 15. Next one, Trey McBride over 64 and a half receiving yards. The Eagles linebackers have been absolutely roasted as of late against the tight ends. Uh, That is the most viable weapon in this Arizona Cardinals offense. So I'm going to take Trey McBride over 64 and a half receiving yards. And then finally, I'm going to take Austin Eckler over four and a half catches. This one's plus money. This one's plus 115. Josh Palmer's out. Keenan Allen's out. Quentin Johnston's not any good. Um, I'm playing Gerald Everett in a big fantasy football spot this week where I really need some, some points. So I think Austin Eckler... Hits this number. Denver is one of the three worst teams in the league as far as giving up receptions to the running back. I think Denver's going to win the game coming from behind, blah, blah, blah. You see how this goes. So Austin Eckler over four and a half catches. So let's let's run through the four o'clock bets real, real quick. Trey McBride over 65 and a half receiving yards. Isaiah Likely over three and a half catches. Take a look at his receiving yardage prop as well. Wasn't up when I was doing the show, when I was preparing, but 
anything around 40, 42 is a gift. Uh, Austin Eckler over four and a half catches. And then I have three leans for you in the four o'clock window. Um, we're going to go Jake Browning over an interception. That's like minus a dollar 95, but that's okay. I'll lay two to, I'll lay two to win one because I think it's pretty likely that Jake Browning throws an interception. We're going to go Isaiah Pacheco under three and a half receptions, lay a buck 55. This may end up being a, a no bet. I don't think that he's going to play based on the fact that they elevated Keontae Ingram from their practice squad. That tells me either Pacheco or or uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire isn't playing, so we'll know more about that tomorrow. But like right now, the number's posted. I like the number. I'm going to take it. And remember, I'm going under on this one because he's only got to play like one snap, two snaps for me to for me to win. So he could play and then not get this number anyway. And then Kenneth Walker under 14 and a half rushing attempts. Just don't see them trying to pound the ball down Pittsburgh's throat. Pittsburgh's been really good against the rush since Casey Hayward has been back from his injury. Excuse me, Cam Hayward. Casey Hayward was uh, years ago. But but Cam Hayward has been back and, and the rush defense has been better. So the leans in the in the 4 p.m. window, Browning to have one interception over 0.5. Isaiah Pacheco under three and a half receptions. Kenneth Walker under 14 and a half rush attempts. Eight o'clock game. I'll be honest, I scrubbed the book, looked backwards and forwards to and fro, did not like anything that I saw, but uh, I'm going to take the, 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 the two layups that I think are the best are the closest things, the layups that I see. I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I'm going to go Aaron Jones over two and a half catches. Uh, he's been super involved since he's been back and their defense is so bad in green Bay that they will let them stay in the game. So him getting two and a half catches. I, li I like that quite a bit. Looks like no, you know, Watson again, It'll be some Dobbs and Reed and and Tucker Craft, but um, I think I, Aaron Jones can get me two and a half catches. And then my final prop of the weekend is Jaron Hall getting that second. I think it's a second second start. I think he had, like I said, I think he had one. He got clubbed, and and, and they had to they had to pull him. But uh, Jaron Hall over half an interception lay a buck sixty. Rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks make mistakes. Veteran defensive coordinators, even bad ones like Joe Barry, can create a turnover when it relates to rookies. So didn't love anything in this game, but you know what? We need we need some kind of action to, to have for Sunday night. So there you go. That is the show. Um, appreciate your patience. It's been a, a day late, but you know, you got to travel. Uh, don't get to travel a lot during the spring and the summer because of you know, being a dad to a uh, young baseball player, but I, I, I do love it. And I, I love this. This is what I was doing on the plane. I, I paid for the Wi-Fi on the plane so I could, could work on all of this. But I'll be back next week, normal time, Friday nights around 10 p.m.-ish uh, with some more props, and I'll do much the same. We'll go, you know, 3 in the afternoon, 3 in the 4 p.m., and then 1 at night. We'll get you another you know, seven to 14 different props that I've looked at, researched, and studied. Uh, it'll be the final week of our Pick'em contest, and then we'll go into the off-season of gambling. Um, the playoffs, it gets a little bit slower, less games, less to handicap. Try to have a guest on. Um, we'll see how we can make that work out, but I do appreciate everybody's support. 
I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, have a, I guess, weekend at this point. And uh, be sure to check out the friends at Underdog, at Bet Openly, and, and of course, Player Profile. Check us out. Thank you for the support. Have a great weekend. See you next time. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure with a little juice. No, we think that juice. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. won a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak